Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is Marcy Ann, <clears throat> and <clears throat> yesterday I shared why I'm not a protester anymore, even though in the past I have protested. <clears throat> I protested President Bush's decision to go into Iraq to take out uh, Saddam Hussein, and I joined the Women in Black, and I marched in Laguna Beach, California, carrying my peace sign, no war, no war, no war. And today everyone knows that there never were any weapons of mass, dest- mass destruction and that the whole thing was a great big lie, <clears throat> one of the biggest lies ever to be believed by the American people's representatives in Congress. And it's really hard for me to look back to this devastating point in our history as a nation because the common man on the street knew it was a big lie, and yet our representatives supported Bush. And who benefited from this big lie? Dick Cheney. He made billions of dollars from our destruction of Iraq. And today we have the aftermath of ISIS. Because without Saddam to hold the polarity of that troublesome part of the world, which he had done successfully for years in the ways that those ancient cultures understood, Now small ISIS groups in Syria and Afghanistan, Iran, and Iraq have the freedom to just terrorize the people here, there, and everywhere in that area. And some of that terrorism has even spilled over here into our country, on our lands of the free and the home of the brave. So I protested the Iraq war because it was a big lie. And now I want to discuss with you the biggest, lie of all because this lie is at the bottom of the current state of affairs in this land of ours of the free and the home of the brave and I believe that to keep our freedoms is going to require that each and every one of us go now down deep inside of ourselves and find all of the bravery we can find because It's going to take being very brave and finally believing in ourselves enough to take those first steps into our own individual sovereignty and personal freedom like we have never done before. It's now time for all of us to stand in our place and be who we really are. And together... As a collective, all for one, and one for all, as members of the one race, the human race, one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. You know, each one of us is just one person, but we only have the power to change ourselves. We don't have any power to change anybody else. We can only be who we are and do what we can do. So if we could get our eyes off of everybody else, what they're doing or what they're not doing, 
or what they have that we don't have or what they should do and just focus on who we are, what we want, and what we can do as one person. And then we can, in solidarity, move forward as one block of unified energy toward a peaceful coexistence here in our country and a peaceful coexistence for our country in the world. And in order to do this, we're going to need to realize that the biggest lie of all now needs to be known by everyone. Because knowing what the biggest lie of all is will set everybody free from all the restraints of being able and being able to step into your own personal power and begin to live your life in the absolute sovereign position as a king and a lord with all power to rule and reign in liberty and justice for yourself. You and only you are responsible for all liberty and justice in your life. You and only you are the only one who can make your life happy. You and only you are the only one who can be the cause of all the effects that you desire in your life because you are the cause of everything in your life. And the only reason why you don't feel that this is true is because you believe the biggest lie of all. And that lie is that you are a sinner. And even if you don't go to church, or perhaps maybe might even go so far as to say that you're an atheist, still the very fact that you live in the United States sets up this environment where this biggest lie of all is deeply deadlocked into the very foundation of everything that this country stands for, everything that empowers this country, from our capitalistic system to our system of justice, our welfare systems, our military philosophy, everything. Because this country was founded by white Protestants. They had already protested against the Catholic Church. And then they came to this country to protest against the Church of England's tyranny. But the oxymoron of these men is that they believed they wanted religious freedom, but they all came here still believing in God and Jesus Christ as God's only begotten Son. They believed in heaven and hell, reward and punishment, They believed in the fundamental big lie that we are sinners and God doesn't love us until we accept Jesus' death on the cross to cover our sins. Sins that have been equated to us because of Adam without our permission, which totally and completely ignores and absolutely violates our own personal sovereign divine will, which is that part of ourself that is from God originally in the first place. And this violation of our own personal sovereign divine will 
is what is empowering the current actions of so many people right now. There is just an instinctual reaction to being violated because that is the divine part inside of us that screams, no, stand back, take your hands off of me, release me. And this constant violation of our own personal sovereignty is at the core of all of the violence in our society. And the cause is this biggest lie of all, that we are sinners. Hear me now. Let all who have a hear, ear to hear, hear me now. We are not sinners. We are a bundle of light energy that is held together by a skin suit that gives form to God here on the earth. We're not a sinner that needs to be saved by violence and killing and death on a cross. We are a form of God here on this natural plane of life that we call life on earth as a human being with a divine will and that power of a The divine will is love. But the constant violation of our divine will is what turns that love to to hate and confrontation and defense and protesting. And I want to help you to know the truth so that you can move forward in the love power of your divine will so that you can realize all of your hopes and your dreams for your life. If you're interested, this big lie began in 320 A.D. For 320 years after Jesus resurrected himself and returned to the higher dimensions of eternal life, where actually today he is an administrator in the cosmic kingdoms of righteousness, those little bands of his disciples were just meeting in each other's homes in many different cities in Israel and Greece and Italy, some of those areas that we know of. <clears throat> and each group had their own ideas <clears throat> about what Jesus had taught during his three and a half years of ministry. I mean, you could develop a whole conspiracy theory about early Christianity. <laughs> each group had their own rules and regulations. The early religion was full of dissension, division, different declarations of the truth. Uh, And as the organization of the new religion continued through the years, various leaders were empowered according to the various degrees of what they believed to be the truth. You know, different bishops and cardinals and pastors and teachers and apostles and evangelists. And eventually the Pope as the ultimate leader of what was then called the Roman Catholic Church. And under that authority in 320 A.D., Constantine called for an assembly of all of these different leaders to come about with the one central doctrine that would be preached by the church from that day on. And that's when Jesus was made the only begotten Son of God, born of a virgin, and all the doctrines of heaven and hell and the devil 
and all of the other stuff that goes with it, all of which is the biggest lies of all. They're all lies. It, none of it is the truth. And then again, in 1054 A.D., there was a major division again, and from then on there were the Eastern Orthodox churches, which were no longer under the authority of Pope in Rome, in Rome, and they still aren't today. And this was the beginning of all of the different denominations within Christianity that we now have. But the date of the big lie was 320 A.D. So not only was the Roman Catholic Church involved in the big lie, but also the Eastern Orthodox churches, as well as all the, of the denominations that have continued to split off and split off of the main root of Christianity, all believe the big lie that we are sinners and need to be saved by accepting Jesus' death on the cross for our sins, and God won't love us unless we do. This is at the heart of all of Christianity everywhere. The only religions in the world who don't teach this are Hinduism and Islam. And Hinduism goes back into time way before we ever even had any written accounts. Hinduism reflects the oldest ideas of humans that set guidelines for spiritual and social and moral actions, knowledge and duties, which are needed to hold the human race together in peace and love. And these go back as far as 250,000 years BCE. And Islam teaches that we are born perfect in our natural state, as does the more recent and highest teachings of Buddhism, which are known as the Dochen. There is no need for any intervention to be able to know God and to have a loving relationship with God. And the Jewish religion also does not teach Jews that they are sinners. And while they are still waiting for Messiah, Messiah does not serve to reunite them with God. They know that they are and have always been God's chosen people. <clears throat> Messiah is just supposed to set up the kingdom of God here upon the earth. And the Jews believe that they will be the administrators of that kingdom. And just for your information, because always remember, it's only the truth that has the eternal ultimate power. The Jews, even though they have been the most hated and persecuted people on the earth, they are also the richest people on the earth, and they exercise the most dominion in a commercial sense. <clears throat> and the Hindus are also the most educated people on the earth, and they are number two as the richest people on earth. So perhaps there is a correlation between knowing that you are God's chosen people and being rich and, and being rich and prosperous, living in your own personal sovereignty here upon the earth, notwithstanding persecution, prejudice, and perdition, and perhaps knowing the eternal principles of peace and love, living in righteousness, peace, and joy as are taught in the Hindu Vedas, perhaps these are better tools to having a delightfully happy life here on earth than submitting to a violation of your divine will daily living under the crushing idea that you're not worthy of God's love. It's time to give consideration to these things. It's time for you to know that you also are God's chosen person. You are and you always have been. 
you are perfect in your natural state. That means in the form that you are right now, whatever that is. You are loved. You are special. You are the expression and the form of God's spirit right here, right now. You are an energy pod, a container of energy that reveals a part of God's desires, God's ideas, God's feelings, God's needs and God's wants, God's imagination, and God's hopes and dreams to be revealed through you. And you bring these desires and ideas and feelings and needs and wants and hopes and dreams out here on the earth in a way that no one else has ever brought to us here on earth before. That's why you are so important. And that is why it is now so necessary that you know and that you begin to throw off the shackles of this biggest lie of all and begin to be alive in your own personal sovereignty, which is empowered by God's divine will within you. And then you will no longer feel violated. You will no longer feel the need to act out in your indignation. You will no longer need to push against the system because you will know the truth and you will not be subject anymore to the biggest lie of all. Because it is time now for all things to be revealed and you will be able to walk with a straight spine with your head held high and your steps steady and sure going forward one step at a time as you exercise your divine will toward actions of love and compassion. Acting only within the power of the divine will to bring to pass all things necessary for your own welfare first and then eventually to help others. The gospel of Jesus Christ has never been preached by any part of the Christian church. And Jesus said that the kingdom of God is within you and you are the administrator of your kingdom. Jesus said that everything that he did, you can do. Because Jesus was human. He did everything as a human. It's part of the biggest lie of all to tell you that that Jesus is something different than we are. But Jesus learned the ultimate power of his divine will, and he was able to alter every circumstance that he encountered, whether it was a storm, a sickness, poverty, and even death. He was the master of it all. And he said that as a human, we have this same power. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in each and every one of us. Resurrection power. And Jesus said to only know him in the power of his resurrection, not in his death on the cross. So... Fellow travelers here up on the earth, begin to move into your own personal power, your own sovereignty, powered by the divine will of God, and look not to the left or to the right, and look not to others who are walking along the path with you. Keep your eyes only on your own personal imagination, 
ideas and desires, your own personal hopes and dreams, and never give up, never go back, and never submit yourself ever again to any idea that you are a rotten, low-down, dirty sinner and that God could never love you. That's the biggest lie of all. And to continue to believe it is to keep you in a position of servitude, poverty, sickness, and death. And all of this has been conquered by Jesus, not for you, but to show you how to do it. And you can now step into your dominion as the perfect Son of God, loved, chosen, ready to do your part according to your purpose. 